Definitely, brother. Definitely. Uh, the uh, salsa water is not going to get me drunk, but it's highly <laughs> refreshing. And uh, this is YNB Collins, joined with... Brother Wolf here. We're the Benchmark Podcast. We go ahead and do what? We try to think critically and use our life experiences so we don't make the same mistakes and so you don't make them either. Definitely. We we try to be better and we try to make you better too. Uh, so today is one that should be near and fear to somebody's hearts. And I said near and fear, not dear. <laughs> to somebody's hearts because I'm pretty sure there's more than one person we know that has gone through this headache. Definitely. What we would have known about during In College Part 2. Definitely. Today is uh, financial aid and admissions and transfer. It's the fun stuff that you have to deal with, you don't know how to deal with, nobody's taught you to it, and no one's willing to assist you. The first one was more of the in-between hurdles that you have to go over. This is more of the uh, beginning, and, and if you're transferring, it could be somewhere in the middle also. Yeah. So uh, let me go ahead and hit you with the the first one. Brother Wolf's going to go ahead and take it away. But uh, as you know, Brother Wolf has children, and his daughter is having a problem. Definitely. So this is a situation in which uh, my daughter is about to uh, graduate from the school in which she's at. And what happened is uh, they have, uh, for most of their majors, they have a situation where you have to do an internship before you graduate. Normally, it has to be com- com- uh, finished within the six-month period of your last semester there at the, at the school. So she uh, spent all of her time uh, building up really uh, from before even her, her fall semester. She's graduating at the end of spring. Before even her fall semester began in order to go ahead and develop contacts with uh, she, she's in forensic science. So she had to develop contacts with uh, different law enforcement agencies and everything to see if there was anybody out there that needed people. Of course they need people. What country do we live in, people? America. F yeah. You know, so, <laughs> so, so that's, the, that's the answer to that. So, uh, of course, they said, definitely we can use you. We need your help. You know, everything like that. Uh, we'll go ahead and we'll start processing the information. Um, the only thing we need is for your school to send us the information that you are a student there. And we can take it from there. So what that uh, law enforcement agency did, which is they sent letters. These are certified mail to the school that she attends that says, hey, all we need is your stamp of approval that this is a student at your school and we can take over from there. Those letters continue to be sent to that school and that school did not answer any of those letters. Uh, my daughter contacted the dean of her particular college at that school, and they kept saying that, oh, we weren't receiving the documents. That law enforcement agency sent us certified information that showed, yes, they sent those documents to the exact address that is listed for that school. Uh, they sent it to that particular office of that dean several times. And unfortunately, that was not answered. They sent it to her advisor several times. And unfortunately, that was not answered. 
And so we contacted them several times in order to let them know. And of course, they said, we're going to do it. We're going to do it. We're going to do it. And it never got done. So the and time lapsed. I was say, what was the time frame for this? You need to get this the, in? The time frame had to be that it had to be in by December. Uh, all of the uh, lo- logistical information, all of the legalese, and in order to go ahead and say, okay, this will work for your particular major. Okay, so December was when it needs to be in. And when did you get the information that you needed to make sure this was correct? When was your start point? August. The the first of the month? The last of the month? The middle of the month? Um, The first of the month, actually. Yes, that's when we when we originally made contact and that law enforcement office told us that they uh, had sent the papers over that day. We had actually spoken to people before then. We were talking to people all the way uh, from June, July of that uh, of the year, trying to get feelers out there, seeing where she was going to go, what she was going to do and everything like that. Once we knew it was coming, we uh, we tried to prepare for it, tried to prep for it. So let me get this straight. A school of higher education. Yes. That this is not a public. By, by the way, and shout out, I went to and I graduated from a, a public school. More on that later. But <laughs> but this is not a public uh, education area. This is a private education school that we pay very high top dollar in order for her to attend. We're not going to say names. I'm not going to say names. <laughs> We don't salt snitch. <laughs> but let me make sure I do understand this. From August 1st to December 1st, you needed this in. Mm-hmm. And you sent letters, NOPD sent letters, but the School of Higher Education didn't go ahead and try and follow suit and say, oh, we don't have your information. Here's a courtesy, etc." cetera, so forth. No, sir. They did not. And nobody thought that retention rates are a wonderful and good thing. And maybe we should do this to, no. Apparently, that was not on their mind. Their answer to this all was, oh, well, because you didn't get it in in enough time, you now have to do a 50-page research paper stating uh, why you want to graduate, what you want to do after you graduate, and the reason why you chose your major and what do you plan on doing now with it. And this has to be approved by their uh, graduation board. Yeah. Like, wait, wait, wait. Uh, you you have your credits and you walk the stage. No. And they say that because you don't do it, uh, you are showing one credit hour as not being able to complete it because of that. Oh. Yeah. Even though you have your full oh. amount of hours you should have. That's that drove. <laughs> oh no. They're going to be bad words spoken in a bit. <laughs> so, dear school of higher education, since you can't get my shit right, I'm going to go ahead and go to your competitor's school and go to law to sue y'all stupid asses. Correct. As a, as a thought. I'm the petty one, though. You know what I mean? Um, let's go over what the problem is, how to solve it, what to do in the future. So, you needed to get... The information in. Did any of y'all walk it over? Yes. She walked it over. Holy hell. Yeah. So you have emails, the green receipts, 
You tried to walk it over. All right, at this point, you just got to take a TikTok video. It, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's a shame the society that we live in, but uh, it might go to that point. Uh, I mean, uh, my, my daughter, God bless her, she doesn't want this to uh, get in the way of her actually graduating. So she will jump through this hoop. She will do this paper and she will have this, uh, th- this pass by the graduation board. Um, uh, if they come up with some bull crap from off of this, there, there will be answers to, to pay for this. But uh, she will jump through every hoop she can in order to graduate in their way if she has to. Good on her for even having the patience, which I don't have, <laughs> and I don't know how you have. And for those of you out there who have this story or something comparable, please email it. I'm curious to know. Real Benchmark Podcast at gmail.com. Let us know because I'm new. This ain't the only story. We need to go ahead and make sure right. we hold these institutions accountable for the time, effort, resources, opportunity lost. Because if Let's say you had a chance to intern with, oh, say, the FBI. And because this school fought it around and wasted their time and didn't go ahead and get it in, and the FBI is like, well, unfortunately, the position was filled by somebody else who put their paperwork in. That FBI internship should have a quantifiable number that we get to take out of somebody's ass. I mean, like I said, I absolutely, in this situation, in no way, shape, or or form, blame the NOPD. I do not blame them at blame all. Blame who? I do not blame the NOPD at all in this situation in any way, shape, so or form. So that's the law enforcement. It wasn't the sheriff's office. It wasn't. Yeah. Well, you mentioned them a little earlier. That's why I, said. <laughs> I went ahead and, and said it. But, yes, a kudos to them for trying to file all the necessary paperwork, for them trying to get it uh, through. Uh, in, in in all likelihood, they need the people, so they were going to do whatever they could do. <laughs> and it, it, either way, the cut goes in order to get through. Fair enough, but it, it's just frustrating to see this, that you now have all of this information, and now I have to change my information because you messed up? That's basically what they're saying. What's the recourse? There's got to be recourse. I mean, I, I, I don't... Me and my wife... Normally, you look back at a situation and you say, oh, I could have done this different. I could have done that different. Unfortunately, it feels as though we're at an impasse, whereas we don't know what we could have done different to get a better income on this other than what we did. I mean, we tried we tried bringing it in person. We tried emailing it. We tried mailing it, certified mail, uh, faxing it. We, we, we tried everything. So every option with the record you've every, done. Every freaking option. And uh, it, and there was no way in which we could go ahead and get this through because we needed them to do. We did ninety percent of the work. We needed them to do ten. And that's the hardest ten percent you didn't realize about. All right. That, mm, all right. So we'll come back to this one because that sounds like we need outside help to figure out how to solve that one. So if you have any answers, let us know. But Round number two, your son. What you got? So this is an interesting informa- uh, situation because I said the synocracy of this event was amazing. So I'll go back to you about, mm, let's say about 20 years. Uh, a young brother wolf was going into college. 
And what wound up happening was he found out that uh, for some reason he was running into problems with his financial aid clearing. So after a while of him and his mother looking into the situation, finding out what was going on, uh, he was part of a program at the time to help with getting into school and getting your money and uh, scholarships and stuff straight. Uh, They were all involved in it, too. Why wasn't the financial aid going through? Come to find out somebody at the office of that particular school uh, made a screw up and they put in a social security number that was off by one. And so because of that, it had me it had me listed as um, being eligible for selective service, but not being eligible for financial aid because it didn't show I was actually born. So that's what they said. Yes, that that was their exact. Hold on, let me. That was their exact uh, wording on it. So you know I exist. I am right in front of you (laughs) with documents proving it, such as birth certificate, ID, three years of bills. Some of them unpaid. You know what I mean? Right. And I don't exist. That's what I was told. And they didn't make the connection that, oh, this social security number was off by one until we got people involved in order to go ahead and go through it. And, of course, it wound up being some time until my financial aid was cleared. So fast forward to uh, just recently, and my son has the exact same thing happen to him. His financial aid number for his Social Security was off by one digit. And they said, again, you can be eligible to apply for selective service, but we cannot approve your financial aid because it doesn't show any documented proof of your existence beyond today, the first time in which you filled out your financial aid. So my uh, my son has a situation where as his financial aid will take some time to clear because of this. He is currently already in the dorms. He's currently already... Uh, getting uh, uh, getting classes done, but because of this, we they're saying that we most likely will have to pay twenty percent of his tuition uh, to get this done. That sounds like every parent's typical nightmare. <laughs> yes, I'm going through life. Everything's okay. All of a sudden, there is a problem, and money would solve this problem. But because I wasn't able to budget for this problem, I now have a problem and my child has a problem that we have to fight with and go through all because y'all simpletons can't get y'all act together. The two problems are connected, but not fully connected. (laughs) So question number one, why is it that we can go ahead and go die for the country, but we can't get aid to help better the country? That was the same question that my mother asked all those years ago. <laughs> you have no proof that he exists, but yet you want him to go fight a war for you. <laughs> mm, all right. Moving on. Moving on, because that'll be all day. So we want to go ahead and get aid. You have all these documents. You can't go ahead and have y'all look at the documents at the same time to correlate that they exist. Why can't I look at my own documents, my own whatever? And then if we can find a discrepancy, it might be simple as. Like, I, there's been times I've gone to the XYZ. Hey, matter of fact, I had to deal with my phone. They misspelled the hell out my last name. 
They put vowels that do not exist. <laughs> this is something I do not doubt <laughs> from my and experience. And all of a sudden, when they tried to look me up in the system, I didn't exist. But if I gave you my ID with my name on it, how do you fuck up transcription? Because that's what happened to you and your son. You literally could not read the same. Now, if your handwriting is that bad, then we got to talk. It was printed. Was it wingdings? <laughs> I mean, I'm trying, I'm trying to find it. Look at man with me. I ain't do it, <laughs> I mean, that's that's the funny part about it is we look at it and we see when his application went in, it had the correct SSN on it, printed on the application. And when it came out through their side, it had the wrong SSN on it, off by one, in, uh, one digit, when they sent, sent in their version of it to, uh, to the Federal Financial Aid Office. <laughs> so these Willy Wonka simpletons <laughs> took the magic ticket <laughs> and fucked up and no longer have the Powerball. They said, oh, this printed four isn't a four. This printed four is a six. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> oh, my damn. Higher education's a lie. Higher education's a lie. All right. That's basically what they did. Oh, my. Come on, man. Please stop. <laughs> I'm, I'm I kid you not. This sounds like it's a bad movie, but it really happens. So, you All right, know. I I want to know your social security number, not to scam you, <laughs> but to see like if there's like a a a, 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 a thaumaturgic number that just curses you. <laughs> if y'all just got that bad handwriting, if the numbers the, just curse. Like, the what? funny thing is, is the number that is off on his is the same number that is off on mine. It was the same one. The first, mm, I I, I want to say it, but I can't say it. Look, but you, that number you don't have, you don't have life lock. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But that number is just exactly off in the same exact position in the same wrong number. I know I'm getting excited. That's why my brother had to do some things with the <laughs> controls and everything. But the point is is I, that when I talk about the universe and how there are times and moments in which it just does its own little quiet inside jokes. Um there, there is a uh, there is a podcast I want to do later, uh, an intro into like energy in the universe's energy, but this is a perfect example of how it can laugh at you and go from one generation to the other. This is the most Assassin's Creed ass. <laughs> <laughs> so um, let me make sure I understand this. His information is off one digit because it's off one digit. You now have to come up with twenty because he does. I mean, mm -hmm. he did his work. He did financial that, aid. That's what so we yeah. said. Yeah. So he ain't gonna come up with this. Yeah. <laughs> don't have and you way. love him and uh, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you got to come up with twenty percent of horrible because I know colleges jump to a, right. a number I don't understand. My God, brother, it is not. And when when me and you were going through, it was probably about twelve. I think it was about twelve hundred a semester. It is not that in any way, shape, or form anymore. It has skyrocketed to about three times that a I semester. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm gonna just be quiet. And this on is that. a public institution, so I'm gonna just be quiet on that. But I'm gonna ask the easy question: Who exactly caught the error 
And when the error was caught, did, did you at least get apologies? Did you go ahead and get, oh, we're going to rush this through overnight so that way you might not have to pay 20% or what, you know, or have a hold of 20%, even though we see it's obviously not our fault? We sent several, uh, we, we did several emails several times in which I, 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 I uh, told my wife because I was working during the time in which they had most of this going on. Uh, in order to call them, get in touch with somebody at the, at the financial aid office and everything like that uh, several times in order to go ahead and find out uh, what the problem was, why his financial aid wasn't going through. And they said continually, we don't know, we don't know, we don't know. Finally, about the third person who we asked, and they went over it with us and they said, hey, um, what is his social again? And then when we finally gave him the social, which we didn't feel comfortable about it, but we had to do it, gave him the social over the phone in order to go ahead and do it. They said, oh. And then they went back and they, they, they went back and they talked to somebody in the back and everything like that in order to find out what was going on and everything like that. And when they went back and talked to him and they, they found out what happened and uh, this happens and everything like that there was no apologies given no none none of that stuff uh there is no process in order to speed this back along in order to get it done we're just going to have to wait until they clarify the situation with the federal uh fast for uh uh fast for uh united states system Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Basically. All right, my concern is simple, is that I can understand if you've never seen something before. But if we've had this happen two times with the same family, I mean, come on, bro. But you know what? I didn't know this was a thing. I didn't know people could not read <laughs> printed <laughs> documents. <laughs> How fucking far have we gone? <laughs> like, I almost want to wonder, who the heck do y'all have transcribing this information? Are they eyes crossed or are they going, dude? <laughs> like, is it monkeys at typewriters? Like, what's going on? Which way did he go, George? Which way did he? All right, so moving on. So that situation got solved, but only because it sounded like some studious employee due to pestering figured it out. But... I guess going back to something we said before, we have an entitlement for expectation and ease of use. Right. And the funny thing is, is I have a big feeling that uh, uh, that this actual process got sped along by a mutual friend that me and uh, Collins have. And I think that we would actually be in an even worse position had we not have had contact with that friend. I don't know what he's talking about, Your Honor. <laughs> but yes, that's it. That that's exactly it. So, uh, it, and then uh, the the funny thing was, Collins is like, yeah, uh, we have a friend of ours that went through the same problem. For you know, can't make this up. Can't make this up. <laughs> but um, last one that's uh, a funny one is an, another financial aid problem. It's happened to me personally. Happened to a guy that Brother Wolf and I knew when we were in school together. Uh, if you get a windfall, don't assume it's automatically yours. You know Monopoly? Bank error in your favor? 
No, <laughs> not in your favor. If you remember anything about your economics classes, no free lunches. Right. right. So uh, I got a disbursement of $5,000 extra. Now, if you come out of high school and unless you have a level of bank account that I don't know about, <laughs> five grand is a lot. It, it really is. When you're not especially, ready for it. Especially back then. Yeah, oh, yeah we're talking about, uh, yeah, it was some time ago and inflation is a mug. <laughs> so, you know, five Gs, yeah, yeah. that would be, uh, back then that'd be enough to buy two cars. I know because I used my 2G one <laughs> one time to get a car. <laughs> You're not wrong, but that's one of those. Let's not go ahead and go that far down memory lane. Right. <laughs> but uh, I get a disbursement higher than it should be. Uh, our friend gets a disbursement higher than it should be. Now, my f- the friend in question needed transportation, spent the money, got themselves a new truck. A few weeks into the semester, oh, that uh, disbursement was an error. You need to return the money. Hmm. How? Here's the email from this employee saying this was approved. Why am I responsible for it? It's still your responsibility. So if you don't know when you click that I accept the terms and all that, when you do your FAFSA, you are responsible for repayment. If it is in your error or your uh, the someone else's error. No, don't matter who did it, you're responsible for any overpayment. So don't go ahead and automatically spend, spend, spend. Sometimes it's okay to send that shit back. You know what I mean? You're right. But uh, go ahead, verify that it is okay to spend it. And you know what you do sometimes? Don't spend it. In my case, luckily enough, I wasn't in a situation where I needed financially just to pay rent and, and get me back on my feet for the next semester. I was good. I pocketed the money, put it in the bank, and when all of a sudden the information came through, you have been over, uh, you've got an over disbursement. Okay, here's a check. And I had nothing to worry about. One of the few times I was blessed to have money on my side. So that's one of those you have to go ahead and pay attention to, be aware of. Now, uh, you want to take the last one or you want me to do it too? Uh, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> we have another mutual friend, and it's happened to a few people. You probably know a story like this as well. Mm-hmm. All you need is one credit to graduate. Oh, yeah. And what happened? The transfer council didn't read something right. The advisor is going off of the new catalog when they should be going over the old catalog. All that kind of foolishness. Happened to a friend of mine. It's almost happening to... to, Yeah, to to my daughter. It's the same situation. That's their answer to it. Oh, you didn't jump through this hoop. You didn't do this process, and -hmm. and we're going to hold you up. And the way how we hold you up... We have it so that you only have one credit hour that you have to do in order to graduate. And that's exactly what happened. All of a sudden, even though they went through the catalog piecemeal, met with the advisor in person, went through all this stuff, and what happened? None of this actually exists. Oh, you don't have this, or you're missing this, or this is a new requirement uh, that we... No, pay attention to your catalog. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, your catalog is the year you enter into the university... And as long as you're contiguous up to a certain time frame, like there's a little grace period. It'll go back to that time. Yeah. And that'll be what you actually, the credit hours you actually have to do in each subject in order to graduate. To actually get a degree in this program, if it still exists. Right. So as long as you go ahead and get it in a timely manner, you can go ahead and do that. 
And that's what I've seen happen. You go through, do you have Humanities 101? Do you have Science 102? Do you have English 109? Whatever. Make sure they're all lined up, and you should be good to go. Well, apparently that's happened to multiple people I know, where all of a sudden they're missing a credit hour here, missing a credit hour there, no one told them, and now they got to reapply. This is money, time, effort wasted. Uh, if you had a job offer, it has to be rescinded because you're not a graduate. Correct. I mean, my the the one my my daughter has an offer from that same uh, law enforcement agency. You already said the name, so there's... yeah, for, from NOPD. Whereas they want to offer her a huge sign-on bonus in order to go ahead and go with them, but it's contingent on her graduating, of course, the semester at the end of it, and. You know, the school that she attends knows full well about this being contingent on that. But what did they do? They dragged and they dragged. Mm, That sounds like that boo-boo nonsense. So the point we're making is make sure your data is properly entered. Make sure you have a list and you're checking it twice. And make sure your list and their list are the same. And sometimes they cheat and try to change the list or where they get it from. Sometimes they're naughty. They're yeah. not nice. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, it's one of those, look, man, we've we've gone through this headache. That's why we're doing this. So y'all don't have to go through this headache as well. Or if Lord willing, somebody's going through this headache, they go ahead and pick up our podcast, listen to it, and be like, that same, right? That's right, right that, there. That's that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, check the date. Comb your transcripts. Comb everything over. Make sure you're good. And then you should be good to go. And if you're not, don't be afraid to sit down. Don't be afraid to knock on doors and raise hell. And I'll tell you right now, I've not seen it, but I've heard it anecdotally. Somebody's parent is a lawyer or a judge, and all of a sudden a a distinctly worded uh, memo comes across somebody's desk, and problems get solved. Yeah, that's (laughs) how it happens sometimes. So, yeah, so uh, you got anything else you want to drop on it? No, brother, I think it's closing time. Is it? Uh, Well, no, I need another drink, but we'll close soon. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Thank you for listening to the Benchmark Podcast, a product of Benchmark Media, LLC, where we always attempt to establish a positive benchmark. We would like to remind everyone that the views and opinions expressed are strictly the views and opinions of each individual, and those views do not reflect the stance of Benchmark Media. Any opinion stated is not to be construed as professional advice or help. Please contact a professional for any help you may require. We would like to thank all of our guests for today and also for contributions of our listening family. Remember to contact us at therealbenchmarkpodcast at gmail.com or www.therealbenchmarkpodcast.com or you can follow us on social media, Facebook, or Instagram. And if you'd like to be a friend of the show, you can donate to us on our PayPal. You can give me a drink. All rights reserved by Bench Media, LLC.